So, Paulette, you know that in our culture, there's this notion that nice guys never get the girl. That's true. Did you know that? There's this like, if you're a nice guy, you never you got to be a bad boy. Bad boys always get the girls. Yeah. So I thought we would talk about that today. Okay. This is a Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I am chair of the Couple and Family Therapy Program at Antioch University, Seattle, and I'm also a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I am writer and American layperson, Paulette Perhatch. This episode was inspired by a patron of the podcast. So if you're not a patron, please go to patreon.com and become a patron of the podcast. Your emails get preference. And this fellow wants to remain anonymous because of various different reasons. Um, I need to have a full disclosure on this episode. Tell you, you need him to come clean. I need or to come you, clean about something oh, you need involving bad boys. Bad boys. And nice boys. And nice boys. My high school boyfriend had a Metallica tattoo. Was that a bad boy thing? It's not a nice guy thing. <laughs> <laughs> when you discovered he was a bad boy, was that sexy? He was such a specific kind of not nice guy. Not not that he wasn't a nice guy. He was totally fine. It was, you know. For his sake, you know, I don't think I need to talk about him, but I'm just saying that my high school boyfriend had a Metallica tattoo, so just FYI, anyone out there who would judge me for such a thing, judge away. Yeah. Begin judging now. So the patron asks the following questions. How would you understand the kind of character described by the nice guy and the nice guy stereotypes? So is his email is actually pretty long. I don't know if I want to read everything, but essentially... Nice guy. There's this whole thing in the pickup artist community, actually. This is the same guy. I'm a member. Yeah. And it's this whole culture of on the internet and otherwise where basically you have a bunch of guys who feel like they're having trouble meeting women. And they are uh, looking for answers. And one of the places that they'll be absorbed into is the pickup artist community. And this community is a bunch of guys that have a bunch of techniques on how to pick up women and how to have sex with them and how to not let them. So it, to me, it's like it all starts with some guys who are lonely, which makes sense. You know, I think every men and women get lonely sometimes. And then the men are looking for some kind of answer and the culture will provide them that answer, which is you have to be super masculine. You have to be an alpha male. There's all this language in this pickup artist community around being an alpha. And I think they call, call them, it's like be a Chad or something. Be a Chad. <laughs> or something like that. Don't, don't be a, don't be a William or I don't know what it is. Oh but, my, be a Chad. Yeah. And, and you also don't want to be a nice guy. You don't want to be in the friend zone, right? You don't want to be moved into the friend. The friend zone, zone is the area from which I pick out most of my boyfriends. I got to tell you. Right. So, so that's one myth that you can dispel right there. Um, so, so yeah, and, and they'll say, like, you, you can't be a nice guy. You actually have to be, to some extent, a mean guy. And, and some of the techniques in their, in their pick up, picking up people is in bars is what they call negging. You know, they'll say, oh, you're so beautiful, but those shoes are just, you know, I don't know about those Ew. shoes. Oh, yeah. That is totally hooking into someone who probably, like, grew up with a father who could never be satisfied and was always critical. And then it just, like, it's just like, please love me. Like... You know, like someone who is just, I don't know, is that totally off base? No. 
I'm with you on that. You know, like, there's a term that I find kind of ugly, which is daddy issues. Like, I find it kind of ugly, but... Yeah. I've often thought that the pickup artist community techniques probably... They probably do work, but only on a particular profile of woman. Which is... Can we have a quick rundown? Someone who is insecure, doesn't have a good sense of self, probably buys into a social construct regarding masculinity and femininity. You know, she wants her man to be quote unquote strong, but she doesn't really know what that means. And, and she might equate, uh, essentially verbal abuse as being strong. Yeah. Someone she can depend on. Uh, so, so yeah. And, and men too. I mean, there's certainly men like that as well. So, uh, let me just read a little bit and see if any of this is good stuff to read. (laughs) You can find them online, but studies have often showed that men tend to overestimate friendly female attention as romantic sexual, and women tend to underestimate the same from men. So true. Yeah? I have a friend who just, we would always tease her because she'd be like, my friend, like, you like helped me move, and we were like having fun, and we were like hanging out, and then like he tried to kiss me, and he got mad that I didn't want to kiss him, and we're just like, oh God, like she totally never thought these guys had a crush on her when they obviously did. She like put everyone in the friend zone, and then they would get mad because they thought they were in the end zone. Boom, pun, what? What? Rhyming pun, NBD. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, there's some some men and women who the way that they are friendly to people is such that, and the thing is you have to have a combo of being hot and friendly. Hot and friendly. Yeah, she's hot and friendly. Yeah. If you're if you're not hot and friendly, then people will just interpret you as being friendly. If you're hot and not friendly, then people will interpret you as being stuck up. But if you're hot and friendly, then people think, because it's wishful thinking, you know, it's like when people buy a lottery ticket, it's like you want to believe. <laughs> and so people want to believe that, that, you know, they're... I they, hate they that place where you think something's on the verge of happening, but you don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm always so... I never wait for the guy. I'm just like, all right, what's the deal? So a guy's being friendly to you and you're just wondering like, oh. Like when you think trouble's brewing, you're just like, what's up? Trouble's brewing? Yeah. Like trouble? in a good way. Romantic trouble? Romantic trouble. Trouble's brewing. Trouble's brewing in my pants. Do, 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 do. Metallica <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey, baby. Is that a Metallica tattoo? Treat me wrong. I might come into your truck. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Story of, that's my rap about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> all true things. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Yeah. Did he have a truck? Yes. <laughs> what else was? What other things? Like he's he, a very nice guy. No, it's he's a very nice guy. We totally. He's one of those people that was like the longest until I saw him on Facebook again, and I'm just like, oh my god! Like our lives merged in high school, and then completely like went in opposite directions. Like you know, so. But no, he was super cute and super nice, and he was a lovely high school boyfriend. A perfect bad boy high perfect school. Perfect bad boy. <laughs> so tell me, Paulette, like, what is sexy about a bad boy, do you think? Okay, well, I think that if someone is, quote, a bad boy, then sometimes 
that means that they just don't care what anyone thinks, which is a sign of confidence, which is attractive. Mm-hmm. And But I don't think at all that should ever tip over into meanness. Right. That's not okay. Yeah. Or even ignoring... I, please excuse me. I just started Girls. My boyfriend's on vacation. So I'm like, girls, because he does not want to watch that show. <laughs> and, you know, you see Lena Dunham's character and her boyfriend is just inattentive, you know, and is rude. Is Adam Driver? Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's just inattentive and rude. And that's another kind of thing that is not cute. But if you're feeling insecure, it gives you this like thing to chase and be like, oh, wait, no, do you like me? Please like me, you know, and I'm not saying I haven't been there, but, you know, I think that the good thing about a bad boy, a bad boy sounds so weird. Like they called, who's that guy who upped the, the price of that drug like a thousand times. Yeah. People like the bad boy of pharmaceuticals. I'm like, no bad boy. He's the asshole of pharmaceuticals. Like people say bad boy because that's like. I don't know. Bad boy has a positive association. I do not think he should have anything positive associated with him. Yeah. Seems like a terrible person. It's funny. I bet you there are women who are very attracted to Screlly, even though the the media, the media generally hates him. It's sort of like how not Marilyn Manson, but Charlie, Charlie Manson, Mm -hmm. while he's in prison, there are women like lusting after him, even though it's like, he doesn't have any redeeming qualities. My God. Yeah, that's not great, probably. And, and I wonder if it's if it's this crossed wire between the culture indoctrination of women to link up with powerful men. Just you know, find someone who's powerful because yeah. because women are taught you don't have power in the world. So if you're going to have power, link up with a powerful man. I think that that ignoring the rules, that's, ignoring someone else's rules, can be a sign of power. Like I don't need you; I can do whatever I want, and. So that could be something that's kind of attractive or like someone who just doesn't give a shit can be attractive. And especially if you're someone who like gives too much of a shit, you're like, Oh, look how free you look. That's fun. Right. Because men are socialized and believed to not give a shit. And so, and, and it's, I was just trying to think it's like, why do men not look for bad girls? You know, I was trying to think like, why, why would that be? Why would that not be the case? Because men are socialized to essentially look for for hot women, regardless of their personality. I think that someone, if like you're talking about some, so a bad boy is someone who can get, and this is like the dichotomy that we have to live with all the time, which is like the virgin or the whore. Like men, if they sleep around a lot, that's seen as a good thing, and women, if they sleep around a lot, that's seen as a terrible thing. You know, so that can how many people you've slept with or sexual activity can get wrapped up in that bad boy identity in a way that I think is positive for a man and negative for a woman in our society. I think, I think I'm finally sort of coming down on some actual hypothesis here. I I think (gasps) coming down on a hypothesis. Yeah. I think it has to do with how women again, I think I just said this, I'll just reiterate it. I like it so much. I'll just say it again and again is that, Women are taught that they're not going to have power in our society, um, less so now than in the past. And they are socialized. Look, you, you've got to find someone who's powerful, who doesn't care, who doesn't, who doesn't cry all the time, <laughs> who, who isn't like, oh, I'm worried so much about what other people think of me. You need someone who 
is is going to go out there and get the money and overpower other people and not care about what other people think. And one of the cues of that is like, oh, he's got a Metallica tattoo. He he must not care about what other people think. That is a cue to me that he's confident, that he's a go-getter. That, that, that <laughs> he's, he, a, he's a go-getter. He's got a Metallica tattoo. He's a go-getter. Well, the opposite of it, the opposite of a, of a bad boy is a milk toast, you know? A guy what who... What is a milk toast? I've never heard that. That's an old word, but... Always a milk toast. Yeah. It's like, um, what was Bart's friend's name with the glasses? Oh, uh, Mill... Millhouse. Millhouse. Yeah. It's almost kind of like milk toast. Milk toast. His dad was named Kirk, which always freaked me out. <laughs> Milhouse's dad was Kirk. Am I that guy? Oh no! Because I never. Well, I never hear that that word. I, ne- I mean, I never hear that name unless it's me. So it's always weird when I when I hear it. But yeah. Anyway, anyway so um, you know, Milhouse. Uh, it, it's it's like the opposite of being a bad boy is being someone who's not assertive, who's weak, considered weak, who is overly emotional, who you can't depend on as a strong person you know, isn't a father figure, you know, and I think women are socialized to some extent to seek someone who's a father figure, someone to lead her, someone to protect her from, from the world. And bad boys are, have the, the markers of someone who is going to do that more so than the milk toast. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like a guy who has allergies and he's afraid of, (laughs) he's afraid of, of tattoos. I know many strong men who have allergies. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like we have that culture in Australia, like someone who's weak and someone who doesn't want to fight. And well, tell me this, like if, if you were dating a guy and there was a scuffle and he was just like, look, I don't want to get in a fight. Like whatever you need, would that be a turnoff to you? No, God, no. Oh, I, that is so much more my style than... And yeah, I have this situation where we were in a really packed crowd and these guys started shit. And I thought I was going to see my boyfriend in a fight and I was terrified. And I would much rather someone who does not fight. Fighting to me is like the lowest form of... Disagreement. I mean, yeah, like violence... I would rather someone have the intelligence to like try to find another way or I don't know. Yeah. I just, someone who would actually fight someone. I don't know. Although I've had, I had a boyfriend one time come home and be like, I got in a fight with someone and I punched him today. I punched someone today. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, I don't know. I I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, I think for, wouldn't you say you're probably different than, than some women? Don't you think some women actually? Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I'm definitely, uh, you know, there's a reason I moved to Seattle and it's only like, you know, become more a part of me to be like, hippie, you know, let's all talk it out kind of person for sure. And there's another kind of cultural element out there that's like, get him, kick his ass, Seabass. Like that guy, that guy's girlfriend, Seabass's girlfriend. Who's Seabass? Oh my God, from Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's it was like, God, how many years ago now? But um, I saw Dumb and Dumber or two was it, recently and loved it. You loved it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm scared to see the sequel to movies I really love. Like no, Zoolander 2. I'm like, ah, Yeah, no. Zoolander 2, didn't, the reviews aren't very good. But Dumber and Dumber 2, I, I thought, was a, very, was a quality sequel. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think it, it must just... And, and of course, our culture also says that being a tough guy is a good thing. And so, of course, women are going to buy into that. Man, would be a tough guy? I guess you know what it is. I've never really thought about this in this way. I think... and I, So the anonymous patron's email has sort of sparked something in me. I think it's like, you know, we're socialized that certain masculine qualities are good, right? Yeah. Being assertive, having no emotion, being a leader... Being, being physically strong, being powerful, taking care of business, and not worrying about anything, having no worries, and not being sick, you know, all these, all these kinds of things that are associated. Like, that's what a man is. So, of course, a woman is growing up in this culture is going to seek a man that fits the masculine ideal. And part of that, you know, means that they they don't care about your feelings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They, they don't, they don't care about getting in a fight. They don't, they, they're bad boys. They don't care about you. They just want to, you know, because another ideal uh, of men, masculinity is to have sex with many women and to, to be a ladies man. That's the ideal. And so of course women are going to be attracted to that because that's what we teach our children is a good thing. And so what, but the problem is, is that when women search for that masculine ideal that they're told they're supposed to search, they end up bumping into the problems of this sort of guy because he's a douchebag <laughs> and he doesn't care about your feelings. I think that my boyfriend right now is a mix of a nice guy and a bad boy. He's a, he's a healthy mix. Really? So yeah. what, what bad boy qualities? Is um, well, hmm. I don't know. He just... He's a very, he's a very funny ranter, you know, and he'll rant about stuff. And there's some other and you, stuff. Do you like it when he rants? Uh, when it's really funny. Like what I love is when I come home from work and I'm like, oh, like so and so happened, and then he'll like take my rant and run with it and like talk about that person like they're dumb and it makes me feel better. It's very petty, obviously, and not my job now because I really like my job now. But um, <laughs> uh, so I don't that's know. kind it's of a bad a boy mix. quality. Yeah. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about him on, on the podcast, yeah. but... Uh, well, tell me this. Are the bad boy qualities things like being a douchebag and, and... Oh, yeah. He's a major dude. No. You know what I mean? No, no, no. And he's so nice to me. Right. No, he's not. He would never yell at me. Is he confident? Yeah. He just doesn't care what anyone thinks. Right. He's... Well, he must care. That's the whole thing. It's like... He must care about what you think. Otherwise, you wouldn't like him, right? But, like, he's very just like, I'm going to be myself. You know, someone who is strong enough to be themselves. If he hurt your feelings, it would bother him, right? Yeah. No, he's not like, I'm going to be my mean self. No, like... So, I I think it's it's in the language. Like, when we describe a man who we like, you know, someone who we like, we'll say, ah, he just doesn't care what what anyone thinks. But... If he didn't care, he'd be a psychopath and he'd manipulate you. So I think, and if a woman is nice, we'll describe her as like, oh, she really cares about what other people think and I feel good around her. No, I mean, okay. There's something that I'm still learning a lot about, which is being myself and saying there are some people in the world, especially when you get out and you're a writer, so you're like, I'm gonna like dig into these really deep feelings and tell you about them and like there are gonna be people out there who just write like at paulette perhatch on twitter you're a dumb bitch and i'm gonna exist in their world as a dumb bitch that doesn't mean that i go around 
like email and be like, why do you think that? What do I have to do to change to get you to like me? That is a weakness that I think a lot of people find pathetic in a way that like some people are like, Oh, she's so nice. She really cares what other people think, but like maybe you fucking care what people think too much. And so that is something that I think is right. Can be labeled as positive, but is really negative. Right. And And confidence. men, Men would want that in the, if we're talking about heterosexual people primarily, here. Yeah. <laughs> but so just talking about partners, but you're going to want that in a woman as well. If you're a heterosexual man, you're going to, you're, you don't want a woman that, you know, generally speaking, who is constantly worrying about what other people think of them. No, I mean, I just think that's a really unhealthy thing to do that. Like I've, it's like being a people pleaser where, right. you know, you're trying, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to get everyone to like you and that's not the right. world. Right. And so now I feel like I've gotten to a place where I'm like, I'm going to be myself and the people who want to surround me and be part of my life, like, you get on, get on in. It's like, get in, get in, get out, get out. And if you don't like me for who I actually am, then like, there's nothing I can do and like, I wish you well and you'll be over there with the people you like, you right. know? Right. And so it's just interesting that we label that quality in a man as a bad boy label. Yeah. And we label in a woman as like, she's confident. She's a bitch. Or she's a bitch, right. (laughs) So it's just interesting the things that, it's just interesting how we will, we have this spectrum of the simplistic spectrum when we look at men as like potential dating partners as you're either a milk toast <laughs> or a bad boy and, yeah. and and we're looking more for the bad boy but really what we're talking about is not a not a bad because the bad boy the way it's described is is again someone who sleeps around someone who doesn't care about your feelings someone who essentially cheats on you uh, someone who's mean to you someone who's a douchebag to other people but what what we're really looking for when we're when you're looking for a quote unquote bad boy there are some with bad boy qualities. You're actually looking for someone who's actually nice, but doesn't care, but isn't insecure. You're basically yeah. looking for someone who's it's secure. Security. Like the thing that I find least attractive is when someone is rude to someone else who's in a position of less power than them. Like a waiter or something. Yeah. Oh my God. Like that is the biggest turnoff. And to that's me. a bad boy thing. Ugh, and that's like disgusting to me. Yeah. So I think that there's this healthy mix and we shouldn't just be like, and especially if someone's like nice, but not with someone, the question isn't like, should I be a bigger dick so that, you know, women will like me? It's like, maybe I'm nice, but I'm lacking in self-confidence. So instead of being like trying all these tips and tricks to like look like a douchebag so that some chick who likes douchebags might show you her vagina, <laughs> you can instead improve your self-confidence right. and so that you feel, you know, it's hard when you're, when you're single and you feel like that counts you out of society. Like I've been there it, like when I was way too young to be there now that I'm 33 and I'm like, I have a boyfriend, but I don't know. I feel like I'd be okay either way. When I was like 23, I'm like, I need to be getting married right now. Like, Oh my God, it's a huge crisis that I'm not married. Um, so I understand that. So it's kind of hard to like, it's hard to try to be okay with yourself while you're single, but you know, you're just trying to do that so that you can get someone, you know, right. like, is this, oh, it's so, it's so loaded. It's like the biggest, I think it's one of the biggest, like emotionally loaded issues of society of like being single or being with someone. Yeah. 
to me, the bottom line is is if you're a man out there, heterosexual man, and you're lonely and you wanna and you want a companion, that's a normal thing. Of course you do. Yeah. And you're looking around and you're seeing the world through this nice guy, uh, douchebag, bad boy uh, language. Uh, <laughs> what happened? <coughs> you inhaled your water. I'm dying. I inhaled my water. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so you're supposed to drink the water, not inhale it. It's just just that pro tip. <coughs> She's flipping me off. So the that was a bad girl thing. That was good. I'm a bad girl. Bad boys. Bad boys. Bad. Anyway. Um, what was that? The cops intro? No, it's a Duran Duran song. Okay. Well, bad boys. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. My point is, is that you want a companion that's normal, and you're going to look for answers. And if you look at the world through this nice guy, bad boy lens, you're going to be like, oh, I'm a nice guy, and all the bad guys have have girlfriends. That's not the case. The case is 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 one, there are a lot of lonely people out there and it takes a long time to find the right person. And two, if you're having trouble with self-confidence, then yeah, having low self-confidence is going gonna, is gonna to make it hard for anyone to find anybody, men and women. And so it's not being a bad boy. <laughs> that, in fact, you could make an argument that the bad boys are terribly insecure. In fact, I can tell you for sure that many of the quote-unquote bad boys are very insecure, and they're masking that through their bravado and their masculinity. You can be extremely confident, or you can be healthily confident while being yourself and just being relaxed and being open to what's going to happen. Like, just take, for instance, you, you meet a, you're a heterosexual guy, you're lonely, you feel like the nice guy, and you meet a girl at a party. Well, if you're so desperate to have her like you that all you do is compliment her and say i'm here for you and i'll do whatever that's not gonna be that but that does that that doesn't mean that you're supposed to be the opposite of that meaning oh, i don't care about you and that's what they'll interpret it's like well i'm so if being super nice and and this sort of thing doesn't work then i have to be the opposite of that which is like totally not caring about her at all. And when we go out on a date, I'll be like, well, maybe I'll call you. Maybe I won't, you know? And it's like, no, that's not, like, if you walk up to her and say like, well, I, I'm attracted to her, but I don't really know her yet. I'd like to get, a, get to know her. Maybe she wants to get to know me. Maybe she doesn't. Uh, I'm an attractive guy. Uh, I, I'm funny. Uh, I have something to offer, but you know, maybe she doesn't want what I have to offer. Who knows? Maybe she's not even hetero. Who knows? But I'm going to go up and I'm going to give it a chance. And if things don't go right, you know, it, it'll hurt a little bit, but, you know, no big deal. I, I'm still a good person. That sort of mindset isn't a bad boy and it's not the nice guy. You're just a confident person walking up to someone and, and taking a chance. That's going to give you a much greater chance of having a happy companionship life than being a bad boy or a nice guy. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that, I mean, Trying to get back to who you are most naturally without all the messages of the world being part of how you see yourself. I mean, I think that I especially have fallen for 
so many messages of who I should be as a woman. You know, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be sexy girl. I'm gonna put on these pleather shorts. See how that goes. I'm gonna go to Cancun. I'm gonna dance in this cage thing at this club and see how that feels. And then just being like, oh, that's not who I am at all. Like, what's this terrible feeling creeping inside me? It's just like it's probably oh. sweat. I mean, it's sweat in my pleather shorts for sure, <laughs> which is not good. And then it's just being like, oh, just the, the feeling of ickiness and recognizing that because I think it can be especially harmful when like, let's say you're trying to be the woman that women's magazines can sometimes tell you like that, you know, this is who you should be and you try it and it tells you and like men's magazines, you know, get this six pack and you work so hard and you get that six pack and you're like, Oh, I still don't feel good at all. You're like, this was the promise of me feeling better that like, cause I think that if you get, if you get someone based on who you were only pretending to be, that's gotta be the worst feeling like, Oh, this chick is just with me cause she thinks I'm this other person. Would she be with me if she knew who I really was? That's probably even worse than being alone. Right. Uh, I mean, maybe not. No, I, I totally agree. All right. Well, I hope that we answered the question. I, I apologize to the patron if we didn't really do enough research. We basically just skimmed the email and, and decided to address it. I hope that we did so. There are some times where I will do a ton of research, and there are other times where I'm just talking off the top of my head. This is one of those times where I'm just talking off the top of my head. So let, let us know if it made any sense or if it answered your questions. All right. That does it for another episode of Psychology in Seattle. Thanks for joining us out there. Wait a second. Paulette, aren't there some things that you should be like plugging? Like you were uh, published in Cosmo. You're about to be published in the New York Times. You are going to be writing a book. You'll probably be uh, published in other, other prestigious publications. Uh, if, I don't know if- how much I should say. I mean, I've gotten assignments from... Cosmo, Marie Claire, and the New York Times. And that's super And this exciting. is happening very quickly. It's happening very quickly. Because of your fuck off fund article that went super viral. Yeah. yeah. And so I got an agent today, pretty much. We decided like, yeah, yeah we're going to go forward. So I'm going to write a book. I was going to say, I'm going to try to write a book. I'm going to write a book uh, about, that's probably going to be kind of a financial memoir, but yeah. saying that out loud is uh, so scary and different. Um, so, so yeah, I, we'll see. So I have a tip. If you're trying to make the book longer, just put a lot of pictures in it. Oh, cool. Okay. No, it's going to be pretty much all pictures, I think. Yeah, just you holding yeah. up like dollar bills. But if you guys want to follow me as a writer, I'm on Medium. I have a monthly uh, publication called Fuck Off Fun Monthly now. And I'm on Twitter at Paulette Perhatch and I'm on Facebook. So Aren't you I have mean, page, Patreon too? Yeah, I have a Patreon page for Fuck Off Fun Monthly. Right. So if you really want to become a true fan of Paulette, <laughs> go to patreon.com and become a patron of her writing. And I'm guessing, like, what are, the, are, there, are there any benefits to being a patron other than just feeling good about supporting? We're working on those uh, said benefits. It's been a lot of balancing of actual writing with getting deadlines met and setting up all these things. So, But it's been so fun, and it's I'm just hoping that it's, you know, the beginning of the writing career I always wanted. It's exciting. Yeah. 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 And for those of you that might not know, getting an agent isn't just like, oh, I hired an agent. It means that someone that knows how to connect you with other people and other things has deemed you worthy 
of representing essentially. They, Are they? They only have so many people they can they can represent or have you know on their workload, and they choose people that they believe in that actually have you know a future of success. And so it's like when you're an actor, when you, when you get hooked up with a good agent, it opens doors to, to a lot of other kinds of things, you know, cause they have connections and the, and people know them for having a good, uh, roster of writers. And so, um, my guess is, is that's the case for you, right? I mean, I hope so. Yeah. The, the New York Times, one particular New York Times reporter was really nice about my story and it's his agent. So he offered to introduce me to her. And once I talked to her, she was like, you know, super nice and, and she seems really nice and great. So I'm basically like at this huge transition point, but it's really exciting. And I don't know if you guys are interested in writing or, you know, reading articles, especially money-based right now, even though that's certainly not where I want to get pigeonholed because I write about a lot of different things. Um, but I'm writing a lot of money stuff right now, especially. Yeah. And you're so happy about everything. You stopped biting your nails. Yeah. I stopped biting my nails, which is crazy. Yeah. So if you want to cure your, your compulsive thing out there, just become a successful person and it'll (laughs) solve all your problems. (laughs) All right. Well, that does it for the episode. Please take care of yourself out there because you're worth it. (laughs) 